What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's prophecy time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis. And I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Thursday, October the 5th, 2023, in New York City, in the borough of the Bronx. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as salvation through the gospel message can help a person with wisdom. There are many passages in the Bible talking about wisdom. For example, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. The wise man wrote in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And notice this passage. The wise man wrote in Proverbs chapter 4, starting with verse 5, get wisdom. Get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings. And notice this, the years of thy life shall be many, evidently being able to Prolong your days through wisdom. Verse 11. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. And lastly, today, as it relates to wisdom, or at least in this section anyway. James, the Bible, the word of the living God, says in James chapter 1, verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. 
today. If you have a prayer request, you would want someone to pray with you or for you, give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. And today, if you could consider helping us with a donation of $20 or more, we would be thrilled to death to send you a copy of the Bible promise book with 1,000 promises from God's Word. Go to one of our websites, bronxbbc.org, or it's prophecytime.org. Scroll down, look for the PayPal, give us a donation there, or scroll down more and send us a check or money order at the address that you will find there. And so God bless you today. Help us. We certainly need help if we're going to be able to last in the radio in the long run. We certainly need help from our friends. Hopefully we have some friends out there in radio land. The Is Prophecy Time message today is the nation's rebellion against God Part two. And our text, as it was yesterday, is Psalm chapter 2, 12 verses 1 through 12. Jesus Christ is a great king, as Revelation 19 16 calls him, King of kings and Lord of lords. And Zechariah chapter 14, verse 9, talking about after his return at the battle of Armageddon, and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day, there shall be one Lord in his name, one. And notice the words of Paul, what Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, starting in verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that of the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But herein, Psalm chapter 2, we have the nation's rebellion against God prior to the coming of Jesus Christ, the great coming king. And today, we're going to be looking at some aspects of the nation's rebellion against God. And uh, there are three. We looked at one yesterday, the apostates in verses 1 through 3. We're going to be seeing in verses 4 through 6, hopefully we have plenty of time to do this today. We've got plenty of material to go through. We're going to have to cut some of this stuff short, probably. But we have the Almighty, the response and the rebuke from the Almighty in verses 4 through 6. Then we have his anointed, Jesus Christ. We certainly need to understand God's overall plan in verses 7 through 9. And lastly, his advice, as we talked about wisdom there a moment ago, be wise to the politicians of the earth. Don't be foolish in verses 10 through 12. So let's get back to verses 4 through 6. Let's 
look again at verses 1 through 3, the apostates. I'll read three verses here without comment. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? A question. The kings of the earth, these politicians on earth, set themselves. They take these positions. And the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Verses 1 through 3. Here we see the apostates. Individuals who have fallen away or are in the process of falling away today. Number two, the Almighty. Now, there's a couple of points here about the Almighty in verses four through six. Number one, his response, the Lord's response in verse four. Notice this. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. I would not be as concerned about individuals rejecting the Lord as I would be the Lord rejecting these antichrists. Now, we see in the Bible many times God laughing. For example, Psalm chapter 37, verses 12 and 13, the wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. Then Psalm chapter 59, verses 7 and 8 say this, Behold, they, talking about the enemies, belch out with their mouth. Swords are in their lips. Who, uh, for who, say they, doth hear? But thou, O Lord, shall laugh at them. Thou shalt have all of the heathen in derision. So God is going to be having all of these heathen in scorn. As the kingdoms of the heathen are going to be like a dream of the night vision. They're going to be as though they had not been. Then the Proverbs here, uh, the wise man in chapter 1 said this, starting in verse 23, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit upon you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have said it not all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity, I will mock when your fear cometh. Think about that. Now, going back to some Bible prophecy in Daniel chapter 7, I want you to notice in this last, as I was reading this in my devotions today, I read all of the book of Daniel and some of Hosea, but in Daniel chapter 7, verse 24, talking about this fourth beast, these world empires of the past have been beasts controlled by the dragon. But here in Daniel chapter 7, verse 24, the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise in another. That's really what we're interested in. Verse 8, verse 20, verse 24. Talk about this other one shall arise after them. So we got the ten, and then this other one comes along. He's different. He shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Evidently, he gets control of three of these nations. And notice this, this Antichrist. 
this beast whose body at the return of Jesus Christ, when the Son of Man comes in the clouds of heaven, his body shall be given to the burning flame. He shall, notice this, verse 25, he shall speak great words. Just checking about my time here. He shall speak great words against the Most High and wear out, shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time. Here's our first main phrase in the Bible, which is part of the 77s. Daniel 7.25. Here it is. A time and times and the dividing of time, or three and a half times, or 42 months, or 1,260 days. And notice this, the conclusion his response is that he's laughing. He thinks it's funny. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 11, it says, For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee, though, notice this, though I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered thee, yet will I not make a full end of thee. But I will correct thee in measure and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. So here we see the Lord responding by laughing. Number two, his rebuke, verses five and seven. Then shall then when they take these positions and they have God in scorn, God's going to be having them in scorn, then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. So here's talking about God being very displeased with the nations prior to his coming. And the question that we've got to ask ourselves, is this the time? We certainly need to be asking that. And, um, you know, the individuals who have some spiritual discernment should be able to see that the day of Jesus Christ, as it talks about there in the book of Hebrews, is getting closer. Yet, notice this, Psalm chapter 2, verse 6, Yet have I set my king, Jesus Christ, upon my holy hill of Zion. The rebuke, he's sore displeased. So when Jesus Christ returns, he's talking about, we're talking about the battle of Armageddon, the two phases of the coming of Jesus Christ, the rapture, the revelation. Here we're talking about the revelation. He's very displeased with the nations in the parable of the 10 pounds in Luke chapter 19. The citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying in Luke chapter 19, verse 14, we will not have this man to reign over us. So it certainly seems like they're in opposition to the rule of Jesus Christ, and the nations are certainly going to mourn, mourn when he returns. Now, going back into some ancient history, uh, we've got nine minutes, I believe. Hopefully, we'll be able to finish all this. First Samuel chapter 8, Going back to some ancient history, the people of Israel wanted a king. They did not want God to rule over them. The Lord said unto Samuel, 1 Samuel 8, 7, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me that I should not reign over them. Revelation 6, 16 talks about the wrath of the Lamb. And verse 17 talks about the great day of his rest. So evidently, God is sore displeased here. Vex means to afflict, 
to afflict. Um, he shall speak unto them in his wrath then when they take these positions and vex them in his sore displeasure. Now, a couple of points, if we have time to look at all this stuff today, is uh, one of my favorite chapters, maybe not my favorite chapter, but an interesting chapter anyway, is Revelation chapter 9 in the book of Revelation, some of the judgments to come. Verse 6 talks about these individuals who did not have, do not have, will not have the seal of God in their foreheads. And in Revelation 9, 6, in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. And then going down a little bit, we have starting in verse 10, and they had tails, these scorpions coming out of the bottomless pit, these scorpions or scorpion-like things. And they had tails likened to scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel, this king of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon, meaning destruction. The devil is out for destruction of people. And then Revelation 9, uh, 15 talks about the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. You think God has individuals in scorn that these angels were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year to slay the third part of men? And that was verse 15, then verse 18, skipping down a little bit more. By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone. So here we see God very displeased. We got six minutes left. And then the anointed, number three, the anointed, that's Jesus Christ, verses seven through nine. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, thou art my son this day. Have I begotten thee? Ask of me, and I will give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possessions. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, if we go to the model prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, let's notice what it says here in the model prayer, starting in verse 9. Matthew 6, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Jesus Christ, God owns the kingdom, the government, and the power and the glory forever. All of these politicians today, they're just they're just holding space until he comes. And uh, Revelation 2, 26, 27 talks about the church of Thyatira. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. Revelation 12, we're going to get to that fairly soon. I did two messages today on Revelation 12. 
He's going to be ruling the nations with a rod of iron. When he comes back in Revelation 19, 15, he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And so we have the anointed Jesus Christ who's going to be king over all the earth. Yes, today I needed to do this and needed to remind myself of this, but we certainly need more supporters, more friends. We're looking for some more friends to help us financially. We're not going to be able to last, preach the Bible, preach the word of the living God, unless we have some more people helping us. The Bible Promise Book, if you would like it, give us a donation without the Bible Promise Book. But if you would like it, we'll be happy to send it to you. 1,000 promises from God's word bronxbbc.org or it's prophecytime.org scroll down look for the paypal give us a donation today we certainly need i certainly need to work at this a little harder and then fourthly the advice so we saw today at least in part and yesterday the apostates the kings the almighty he has his response he laughs his rebuke his wrath that he vexes the nations with Uh, the anointed Jesus Christ, and lastly, his advice. Notice this. Here's wisdom. Starting in verse 10, verses 10 through 12. Be wise. Now, therefore, O ye kings, I'm just a humble servant. Uh, Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son. Be, Be friendly with God, to God lest he be angry and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put his trust in him, all they that put their trust in him. As I said there a moment ago, the book of Proverbs is full of wisdom. The instruction of, of wisdom is spoken about in Proverbs 1, 2, chapter 1, verse 2, sound wisdom in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 21, the way of wisdom, Proverbs 4, 11, the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs 9, verse 10, void, individuals void of wisdom, Proverbs 11, verse 12, destitute of wisdom, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 21, the wellspring of wisdom, Proverbs 18, 4, and the knowledge of wisdom, Proverbs 24, verse 14. And so today, today we don't want to end this program without giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ, the coming king, the great king, as Savior. Jesus Christ is truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him, by me, Jesus Christ said. Bow your head if you are being drawn by the Holy Spirit today. Pray something like this. Dear God, I'm a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me was buried, rose again from the dead. I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. So today, think about coming to visit us this coming Sunday. We're just meeting in a a room, one room. Uh, Our last major place, we could not get a permanent certificate of occupancy. And so over basically over the last eight years, we've just been having small Bible studies. But we finally found a room in the Bartow Mall, 2049 Bartow Avenue, room 28, the lower level, look to from the street, the back left-hand corner is where you enter in through the art gallery. We meet from 1045 to 1230. 
And so we're certainly glad that you were able to tune in today. Don't forget, it's prophecy time. 2.30 to 3, Monday through Friday. Right now, we're able to survive at this moment. WMCA 570 on the AM dial. It's prophecy time. We're certainly thankful that you tuned in today and try to tune back in tomorrow. And Kevin McCullough is next. God bless you. Thank you for listening and may to his the Lord give you a special blessing today in some way. Have a good day. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.